Welcome to episode two, the return leg, where we find out if all the students completed the eight day, 100 kilometer operation Flinders hike. I arrive at Op Flinders HQ at seven in the morning, greeted in the cafeteria with a coffee and toasty by the staff. There are 10 other groups all roaming around the station at the same time, but such is the size of the country that no group ever sees another. So today, day eight, it's time for extraction. We're waiting for the call on the radio to go pick up our group. Having had no contact with the students for the whole eight days, I wasn't even sure if they all made it through. Turns out there were some pretty close calls. At first I did not like anything about the trip. I did not like my surroundings. I was not familiar with anything. I was confused, very vulnerable. I wanted to leave. I cried like all day pretty much. No, I wasn't coping that well. I just chucked my pack on the ground and said, no, nope, not doing this. So I was a maid skipper on day three. Um, so I was out the front leading everyone and navigating and all that. And on that day, um, Jenna was having a pretty tough time. Um, she had the night before basically made up her mind that she was, she was going to quit. There was a high chance I thought I was going to go home. Ben and Tom said the thought, the same thing. At that time, I did not have a lot of hope that she would be able to stay. It was weighing on all of us. I still feel really bad about that. Like, it's, that was very immature. And you think one of our mottos is, to be clear is to be kind. She thinks she cannot move any forward. She can't walk with a pack anymore. And she wanted to give up pack. There was a suggestion... Okay, let's we just distribute the weight. But we all we all had a conversation in the morning that um, that's not possible for all of us to carry something of hers. Um, and basically, um, what I did was I, I told her that's not fair. That's not okay. Um, what I in that moment I, I I stood up for myself, and I was I was honest and everything I'm gonna say is I'm willing to tell Jenna it was really frustrating because we all put in a lot of effort to try and help her to try and go hey we are all struggling here this all really sucks for all of us you're not alone in this it must be really hard to tell her that it's not this isn't fair um it wasn't hard it was more it had to be done it was a moment that I, I really cherished because I, I stood up. I'm, I'm very proud of myself for that. Jenna, to her credit, took that feedback from Bree on board, picked up her bag and kept going. Something just changed. Knowing that I can just get to the end with success, knowing that there's a possibility of that happening if I persist. Chloe, like all the other students, were really impressed by Jenna's persistence and determination. So Jenna ended up running out the front, and, and I, that, that surprised me. But um, I took the opportunity to really just try and just make her more familiar with the idea that she actually is quite a capable person. It takes a lot to change her mindset, but she just pulled through, and it was something to look up to. I'm so happy that... Jenna stayed. It all just came out and maybe at the time it's what I needed. It was me being 
honest with myself instead of trying to suppress my tears. Staff members and the team members have like reassured me that like no I'm not a burden like that's I still feel pretty selfish but more importantly I've grown from that. Jenna pushed on as did the rest of the group. Day after day they did everything together. They walked, climbed, ate, farted. Who was doing the best farts? Ben. Ben. He literally farted on me and Matt. They slept together, sweated, cleaned, complained, laughed and hugged. As Ben reminded them every day, teamwork makes the dream work. Rach and I drove out to the extraction point on day eight to be greeted by seven wounded, smelly, exhausted, yet ecstatic humans. That all made it. You did it! You did it! You all smell amazing. Wally and Sandra even came out to deliver the group their dog tags, which every participant receives upon completing of Flinders. Well, how's my second most favourite team going? Yeah, you said that yeah, you right. That's a really sad one for us. Yeah. Do you want to speak? No, I've got to tear up. I'm <laughs> <laughs> serious, I'm starting already. Yeah. Every, every once in a while, a team comes along and touches their hearts. Operation Flinders is very hard. Um, and a couple of you are emotional at the moment. When you get home, it's going to be an up and down ride. Um, it is such an intense experience out here. Um, you get pushed to your limits um, and then beyond. All right? Because And the reason why we do that is you guys actually need to know how strong you are. And unless you're pushed to your limits, you'll never ever find that line. All right? And I believe we haven't even reached your limits yet because um, you guys have smashed it out. Um, you've each said some amazing reflective things about what this trip has meant to you and, and the personal growth that you've had um, but we just the, the thing that we usually say to participants is you know when you're when you're facing tough times ahead think back to this exercise think back to whatever the hardest part was it might have been just putting one foot after the other because your feet are covered in blisters it might be climbing that peak might be climbing Mount Rose or Yadlamora um, whatever it is that was the hardest um, think back to how strong you were doing that and you'll know you'll be able to face anything in life all right and then it becomes even more than that it becomes about what type of person you want to be in life and what type of influence you want to have on others all right because believe it or not your strength rubs off on other people as well and as a part of I guess a permanent reminder we'd like to give you some gifts all right Mike Delta Bree Jenna Abby, Chloe, <laughs> and Angel. Angel. So I've just pulled Ben aside. We've just had the little ceremony. Um, how can you try to capture in words what's uh, what's happened over the last eight days? I think, yeah, a feeling of shared accomplishment, I think, especially for them. Um, uh, but I think also just an immense sense of pride. I can't recall a time where we haven't done something challenging, where they haven't leaned on each other for support. I heard there were some close yeah. calls. Oh, definitely. Like it's um, Jenna wanting to adamant that we was, was going to go home at the end of day two and, and trying to manage that through to, you know, Chloe having some pretty severe blisters um, on both feet to, you know, homesickness. Um, even I found myself pretty homesick. What the hell just happened? I don't even know. It was a lot. I didn't read the form properly when I first expressed an interest. 
So I didn't know. I thought it was just like a hike. So I was like, yeah, cool. I didn't realize it was 100 kilometers <laughs> or in the Flinders Ranges. This is not what I thought this was going to be. Pretty tired. My feet just, I mean, I knew they wouldn't do well on this trip, but uh, <laughs> they're, they're in pretty poor shape at the moment. I mean, on the second night that I was there, I didn't use my hoochie. Um, so I had no rooftop and I just, it, although it was quite chilly, I could just see the stars and that was amazing. For some reason I was expecting pretty much flat ground, but there was almost no flat ground. There were so many prickles. Oh my God, fucking prickles. Any special moments? Oh, climbing Mandarin Caps, rock climbing with Angel. I love the fact that she trusted me enough to follow. Matt, I heard you never took that mask off. <laughs> pretty much. Except for like eating and stuff. It was pretty hard handling, putting up with all these people. I don't want to leave. I'm just getting in the groove of everything now. You want to keep going? I do. I admit I was a pain in the ass of a team member to put up with, but after a few days, I, um, oh, I almost died. Just remember, you deserve to enjoy this for weeks, yeah. months, years. We could yeah? have done it without you. Don't, don't feel like... Don't feel like you just have to turn a page tomorrow. And as Wendy said, you will feel up and down the next couple of days and the weeks and the months ahead. And so let's, let's check in next week when I'm back and um, see how you're traveling. But the good news is that, you know, at the very least, you've got Cambodia in January to look forward to. And that'll be another whole whirlwind of an whirlwind of a adventure. Um, so, yeah, well done. Bloody well done. All right. Love Thank you, guys. You, I'll see you later. This is Tango Alpha, Tango Tango Sierra saying goodbye. And Bon Voyage, over. <laughs> Back on the bus, with the windows down and breathing through my mouth, it didn't take long for everyone to fall asleep, which was a sight to behold. Each young person had their own journey, albeit side by side with one another. Yeah, the first three days, it was really hard and it really, really sucked and I, I just wanted him there. But then we got to halfway point and I was okay. Like, I still missed him, but I could put another step forward. I can be in the moment and I stood on my own two feet. I mean, I was still crying when it, when it came to, like, tough terrain and, like, climbing up and down dangerous mountains because I was afraid. But that was for the, more of the physical stuff. But the mental stuff and, yeah, my outlook on myself it it changed so I'm happy about that yeah that I am capable of what everyone else can do it's just it might take me a bit longer to learn and that's okay and now you got those dog tags around <laughs> your neck yep what did you learn about yourself I was really surprised at how much I came out of my own shell I found that I had a sense of humour, which I previously didn't think I had. The The leading leadership position, it worked. It worked for me. What's the thing? What's that, you know, that one message? I can do it. doesn't matter what it is. I can do it. What did you learn about yourself during the trip? I learned that I could do more than I originally thought I could, that I'm actually more physically stronger than I thought I was. Just surpass those limitations, keep going. It feels like all of it was just getting lighter. After in the last couple of days, everything just felt easier. I'm way more stronger than I thought I was. How are you most proud with yourself? 
what I'm surprised with is just my physical ability. I just didn't think I could do that. It's a privilege to know that my sister went through similar, same things as me. So in another way, I knew I wasn't alone because as weird as it sounds, like my sister was kind of like guiding me. What are you going to say when you see her? <laughs> in a way, I proved her wrong and I managed to complete it without going home. No, I proved them wrong and ultimately myself. And I did it and I persevered and I stuck to my goals in which I wrote and I'm so happy. What's the message you're going to tell yourself? I can just remind myself of that moment on Mount Rose when I got to the top and that is how I want to feel when achieving so many other things in life. You think isn't a normal school. It's a place where you're in control of your learning, where you decide your limits and how you want to push them. Our focus is on creating transformational learning opportunities, just like what Flinders. It's a challenge and needs students to be self-motivated to put themselves out of their comfort zone and challenge their own beliefs, attitudes and behaviours. It's bloody hard, but bloody magic when it happens. If you want to get in touch, email us at admin at youthink.org.au. My name is Tom Pagliaro, Life Navigator at Youthink, and for this trip, the bus driver. Thanks for listening. What's the first thing you do when you get home? I said cry, but at this, at this point, a shower.